Welcome to the Uncle Hack Podcast, where dudes pretty much just talk dude shit. Oh boy, what a hot week for news, am I right or am I right? Before we get into it, October 1st, Minneapolis, October 29th, we're in Calgary, Alberta. I know there's some dates I'm missing in here. Head to the website, DangerCatShop.com. We're heading all over. We're back to Fernie. We're heading to Fort St. John again for a little, little spin around the world. December 13th, Plano, Texas, November 18th, get this. Austin, Texas. That's right. The boys got booked in the comedy mecca of the world. We're doing it. We're trying. We're going. We're we're fucking tell your friends. Hey, share it on your story. Share this podcast. Who gives a fuck, really? We got news to cover. We have some fucking news. What is going on out there? I know you know you know what I mean. Like you walk around the world, you walk around work, you're like, fuck, I could run this place better than the fucking boss, right? That's where we're at right now. We have bosses that we're looking at and being like, could you drive this company into the ground any further? And just when you think they couldn't, they come out with the greatest bit of all time. Okay, you probably already know what I'm talking about. It's everywhere. I'd imagine the whole world's talking about it right now. That's where we are in Canada. We don't offer any sort of military support to like, you know, raise up concerns of places that should be concerned about us, you know, of being in the United Nations or being a part of the Five Eyes or being inside of NATO. You know, we don't offer that. All we can really do is hand out money every now and then start some controversy by saying that now you guys killed this Sikh gentleman out in British Columbia to the East Indians or like, you know, we say East Indians, but to India. We can do that. We can create a little controversy that way. And then just when you think that it couldn't get any dumber, you know what I mean? This is that scene in Dumb and Dumber. And it's like, just when I thought you couldn't get any dumber, you totally redeem yourself and bring a Nazi into the fucking House of Commons. Not even hiding it. Pardon me? We are we are the most laughable country on the planet. You know this, right? Like, it came out, you know, our prime minister does blackface. And it's like, oh, God, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? It's like having that family member that just overshares the family problems in, like, public restaurants in earshot of maybe, like, somebody, some other family that you're trying to impress. We've all been in a situation like that where your parents are trying to impress other people. And there's always the behavior of one particular family member that they're just trying to suppress enough that maybe you get an invite to this cool family's party. You know, the one up the block with the big house. That old, that old tale as old as time. That old, that old, <laughs> that old fairy tale, you know, that old lure in the family tradition of trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? And just when you think, just when you think it couldn't go any worse. You know, we got blackface, we got scandals. Scandals are nothing new, you know. We can't walk around and be like, yeah, this, this government is corrupt. Duh. I don't want a government if it's not corrupt. What do, you, what do you mean they're supposed to be working for us? Come on, give your head a shake. Are you crazy? Are you stupid? You don't, you don't want politicians being honest. What would we be? You imagine having, having an honest boss. You'd be like, yeah, we have to make a little couple budget cuts. Meanwhile, he just rolls up in the latest edition of a fucking King Ranch. You know, I had to cut a few people. You know, I got to make sure I'm doing better than everybody else. That's how it goes around here. All right, cuck boys. Now get to work, sweep the shop. 
that's how it has to be. You know, we we, we need something to bitch about that. Or then, then what else? If we're all communists and we're all equal, what are we going to complain about? Starving? Ew. That's so Soviet Russia. Ew. Who wants to do that? Right? We need to applaud those that fought against Soviet Russia. We need to applaud those that are fighting the commies. And sometimes that just comes in the form of a Nazi. Sometimes, you know, you just got to remind everybody that capitalism is the reason we're all here. So we dug up this old bag of bones that was in the SS fucking, wa or the Waffen SS division. And we got to applaud him for making sure we're not a bunch of commie fucks over here in North America. If it wasn't for this cocksucker. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> No, I am not a Nazi sympathizer, okay? I, like my fellow politicians, am going to sit here and applaud those that have fought against that nasty, nasty ideology that some blue-haired creeps that want to groom your children want. I think. I don't know. What do I know? We're still trying to figure that out. But my sweet dear Lord above me, just when you thought things could get any better, they go and drop this little fucking hydrogen bomb on us, hey? They just send some nuclear waves throughout the Canadian community all around the world. God almighty, it was a finer time when we were just known for maple syrup and beating the shit out of each other with hockey sticks. But look at the decline that we're in. They're taking fighting out of hockey, you know what I mean? They're making uh, making the beer gay, so we can't even drink beer and watch hockey because all it is is like pretty much flimsy fucking figure skating at this point every every kid wants to do figure skating moves out there we just want you know i got an old guard mentality i want to watch men torture one another with weapons in their hands and beat the shit out of it. but we can't have that can't have that because these guys might have concussions they might we all of a sudden are concerned about the concussions we can't have that. If you just give us fighting and hockey, we would shut the fuck up and no one would talk about this. You could clap for the Nazis. No one would give a shit, but no, 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 no. Take fighting out of hockey, make the beer gay, and now what, what, what are we left with? We got to go outside of school boards and scream at the fat fucking communist trans activist or whatever the hell. Some androgynous fuck who you don't know their genitalia because their mud flap covers the engine. You know what I mean? That's how disgusting it is out there, folks. The mud flaps are covering the old... <laughs> the old V6 up front. And we don't know. What is a V6? It's a fucking vasectomy on six inches of hog. I don't fucking know. What a shame. Could you imagine that? You imagine what I, we'll, we'll get into that. Don't worry. We're, we're going to talk deeper about this because every, everybody's talking about it. We have to talk about it. We are the most viewed and listened to podcast from Tabor, Alberta. Of course, we have to fucking talk about it. You know, we are the biggest podcast to come out of the corn capital so we have to talk about it. Who's going to talk about it then? Huh? The fucking House of Commons. Let's watch the video. Because it's, it's too good to be true. You know? The Speaker of Canada. Of course, we got to go with the Indian version because it is much better when you hear news in an East Indian accent. Especially in English. Let's take a little, little look at this. This is... This is what this is what your grandparents, you know, back in the 40s fought for, okay? Before they immigrated, you know, or actually after they immigrated here and they all bought into like what this land is supposed to be, the new 
age of uh, whatever whatever they're trying to figure. Yeah, have a little farmland, pick up a weapon, go over to Germany, stop the Nazis. That's was the goal. And then we'll give you some fucking acres out in Saskatchewan and you can freeze your cunt off for the rest of your life only to hand the family farm to a kid that wants to be a TikTok star and wants to sell the land. We'll sell this land for $42 million so I can go to and move to Toronto and be in a, in a content creator house. That's... That's what your grandparents did. Your grandfather, your great-great-grandfather picked up a rifle, went out to fucking Reichstadt, traveled up the beaches of into the beaches of Normandy and started fighting the Japs and the fucking sauerkrauts only for your great-great-grandchild to sell the family farm to go be a TikToker in Toronto. You know, hitting the woe at some nightclub. Unreal. I'm sorry. Speaker of Canada's House of Commons has apologized <laughs> for praising a Second World War veteran who fought for the Nazis. And this comes to... News is much better in this accent, hey? They, this is... I seen one reporter's name was, I need a bath. I need a bath. That, that's what I mean. This country is a fucking parody right down to our news... Fucking organizations, for Christ's sake. The propagandists are even throwing jokes out there. Hello, good evening. I am Anita Bath. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that. Days earlier, Speaker Anthony Rota had recognized 98-year-old Yaroslav Hunka as a Ukrainian hero before the Canadian Parliament. Yaroslav served in the Second World War. Look at him all. honored by the Canadian lawmakers in front of the visiting... 338 of these morons stood up and applauded this man. 338 of these idiots applauded this man. You know, and it's sad. We should pull up the actual video of uh, inside. I, do they play that in here? Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. And following Zelensky's remarks to the House of Commons on Friday, Speaker Rota acknowledged Yaroslav, who was seated in the gallery. <laughs> Rota praised him for fighting for Ukrainian independence against... Okay, we need to find the actual... Uh, I just thought that was funny, like listening to an East Indian. In the midst of us having a a little bit of... Uh, <laughs> a little bit of controversy with the, uh, the, the Indians that... I don't know. You get where I'm going, fucking... Well, you get it. The House of Commons, Jesus Christ. More like House of Cucks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just bringing this up, and we are going to listen to this together. This is. We have. This is great. This is what it's all about, folks. See, when you wake up in the morning and you think to yourself, like, can't we just have a laugh about something? Can't something just present itself that we can have a fucking laugh about and then this gets dropped onto your lap? You just got to thank the good Lord above you. And I know, I'm not the most well-versed in history. Actually, I'm not really well-versed in any subjects in school, quite, quite honestly. You know what I am? I'll be truthful. I'm not, a, and I think we've all got to know each other quite well over over time here, okay? We've gotten to know each other. You listen to this podcast. Maybe there's some newbies around here that are chiming in for the first time, but let's 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 be real, okay? The, it's not like the education system uh, turned me out to be a scholar. I was destined to be an athlete, but I lacked a few uh, attributes that could take me to a place that 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 I my athleticism could thrive and now I'm stuck here just being a little silly willy okay so we're not going to sit here and pretend like I'm some sort of political science major a historian a mathematician like I have a wealth of knowledge stored in my head I just find it hilarious the way we are as human beings and how society works and like how people interact with one another and the things that we get up to how dumb we are as a collective you know we can point at each individual and be like look at this fucking idiot but as a collective we're we're, we're gradually getting dumber and dumber as years progress and it's it's 
actually hilarious if you pull the fucking, uh, if you pull yourself back for a moment and just view it as like one big comedy series. We're in the ninth season of Seinfeld, okay? We're in season nine. The writing is magnificent. You couldn't see this coming, could you? That these idiots, all 338 of them, would be applauding a Nazi in the Canadian Parliament, in the House of Commons, all of them standing up, giving a standing ovation as if, like, it, you know, this is, this is fucking... Pick your favorite comedian. Your favorite comedian just did his special, and at the end, thank you, and everybody gets up and starts clapping. You know, Jerry Seinfeld just hit him with the goddamn left hook of a punchline. And now everybody gets up and applauds this man for the great work that he did in the past. And, and you know, like it doesn't take, like you don't have to be a history major by any means to understand like, man, maybe, maybe, you know, this isn't really, you know, what, what's next? Are we going to dig up a Mongolian and put its bones in there and be like, this is, this is a descendant of Genghis Kong, one of Genghis Kong's soldiers here now we shall applaud him for nearly wiping out uh, the whole human population as the mongolians were running wild <laughs> it amazes me it just amazes me you know just a just a collective of fucking morons and yet we have the audacity to think like one of these guys is going to really drag us out of the mud one of them is just, it really has our best interests in mind. You know, one, my favorite guy, my favorite guy, the captain of the team is really rooting for me to do great. You know, it's rather difficult for me to sit here and just think to myself that a politician is not at the same IQ level as me. You know, you could, th the only thing polished about them is their language, you know? That's the only difference between a mechanic in a lunchroom and a politician at a, at a podium, you know? Practically the same thing. You're playing to an audience, you know, you're getting laughs, you're getting cheers, you talk about things in common with whoever your voter base is, you're trying to get them riled up. The only difference is the mechanic in the lunchroom it doesn't have his hand out for money at the end of it, you know? Doesn't have his hand out for money. After he hits a good solid point that everybody fucking agrees with, the the mechanic doesn't have his goddamn hand out looking for a little, hey, don't, a couple donations to my division of, uh, you know, the Honda Civic division of this specific mechanic shop. We require a little bit of your funds. If you don't mind putting them in my palm, I'll make sure it all goes to great use inside of here by putting better snacks that aren't name brand inside the snack machine. Inside that vending machine, you will see name brand chocolate bars made by the likes of Cadbury, Hershey's. Instead, here we sit before thee and have... No name brand chocolate bars that are being sold at an astronomically high price, and I find that grotesque. You know? Practically the same fucking thing. And as soon as election season comes rolling around, nothing they love more is putting out a plastic sign. A plastic sign littered through the city. Hey, why don't you make sure when you go to the ballot station you check you put a check mark beside my name because if that doesn't happen i'm still gonna make money and uh convince people to donate their money to me and uh, you know then i could just do less you know it'd be great i'm really gunning for a pension i would really love a pension so please vote for me i would actually vote for a guy that was like in it for personal reasons because at least it's honesty be like listen i'm gonna shoot you straight here jack i don't give a fuck about any of you When's the last time a local MLA got up off their ass and did anything for you guys, huh? Never. Exactly. You think I'm going to do anything different? The answer is no. The answer is no. What do I want? I want a slack job in an office I'm never going to be in. You're never going to be able to get a hold of me. And I want the fucking pension. That's what I want. 
can you please give it to me? And then I would have to stand up and applaud him like these guys did, the Nazis. This is me standing up, giving that politician because it was a truthful speech, right? And I know at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, we want liars, we want that. But it's just like, in the midst of liars, then when you are honest, it almost seems like that's lying because those everybody around you is a liar. So you attribute the same characteristics of that individual, of the, the individuals around them to that specific individual as well. So then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, no, that's not it. Oh, okay, well, I ruined the applause. <laughs> you thought you were getting hate mail early. I'm a little hot on the gun on the, you know what we'll do? We'll just play this fucking thing. I have here in the chamber today, Ukrainian-Canadians, Ukrainian-Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians. See, like right there, Right there is when some of them should have scratched their head, fought against the Russians, fought against the Russians. Well, the Russians were on our team. We did, we kind of like made a little bit of an ally alliance. Hence, you know, there was really only three countries and then one dropped off and joined the other side, you know? So there was really only two countries that were fighting and one ideology specifically that probably, you know, there would have been a little bit of crossover there, a little bit of a head scratcher, but maybe, maybe this is going to go somewhere different. And continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. And there they go. All of them. Big Trudy, Zelensky, Pierre, all of them. Even that fucking, what was her name? Melissa Land, Land something. She was a Jew. She's a Jew. You, you This is the greatest bit, big, this fucking guy, the, uh, the House of Commons, all of them. They had to have known, you know? They had to have known, hey, we got a little special presentation in here. And then they're all up, they're all clapping. They coaxed Jews to clap for a fucking Nazi inside the House of Commons. You knew it was going to be nuclear news, right? And here they are, Big Trudy. There he is. He looks good, doesn't he? Give it a big clap for all the fucking, all the Nazis that are still alive. 98 years old, gave him citizenship. He's been enjoying his life in Canada this whole time, another one of those Operation Paperclip guys. This guy's probably a scientist or some shit, you know? Hey, how do we get everybody to take the vaccine? Well, it's very simple. <laughs> Tell them the Jews created it. My God. He's wiping the sweat off his brow. He's like, thank God they didn't say I was a Nazi. Yes, yes, total Ukrainian soldier. I was a Ukrainian soldier this whole time. Yes, total, total, total Ukraine soldier. You know me, I'm Ukraine. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Don't go digging. Don't go digging. Don't go looking on the fucking... <laughs> Whew. Look at that. Let's let's get a fucking din and it din and it replay. Look at that. Wipe the sweat off the brow. Whew. Dodged a bullet. Yes, that's what he's doing. He gave a double fist pump in the air. Holy shit, that was close. Got ourselves out of that Scooby-Doo mystery. Then they pull the fucking mask off and you're like, what the hell? Waffin' SS? Oh my God. And I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for those pesky Jew journalists running the media. <laughs> what a fucking joke. These fucking idiots. His name is Yaroslav Hunka. And uh, I was going to say he's in the gallery, but I think you beat me to that. <laughs> but I'm very proud to say that he is from North Bay and from my riding of Nipissing to Miskaming. <laughs> and we get together. We love to watch people get on the trains and sometimes wish they wouldn't come back. You know, that's the one thing that we love about the LRT system in my area is me and him get together and we have a couple of them, you know, proper loggers right? Proper loggers. 
We sit back, we talk about the olden days, we watch people getting the tra- getting into the LRT train system and think to ourselves, wouldn't it be nice if uh, it was a little bit of something like back in your day? <laughs> wouldn't it be great if we could now go rest of the world and live true? I wish that there were showers at the end of the LRT train. Don't you wish that you and I could really show our true colors? A little bit of red (laughs) in the friendship windmill. (laughs) Look at that big old grin on him. He's a Ukrainian hero, a Canadian hero, and we thank him for all his (laughs) thirst. Thank you. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Second standing ovation. There they all are. Get up. One guy sitting. One guy. Who's this guy? He's like, I, I'm French. I can't, I can't understand. Hey, Tabernacle, why don't you tell me in the Francais? Maybe he's the only guy that realized you'd be like, listen, you fucking idiots. You morons. Take a good hard look in the mirror when you go home. This is not going to be great. There's Big Trudy down at the bottom. He's giving a hard clap. He's putting a, he's putting a couple extra PSIs into those palm smacks to make sure that it echoes across the walls and be like, yeah, of course we're donating to that. And you know what I love more? It's just oppressing my own people and, and, and fucking funding a war. Nothing I love better than handing my cash, cold hard cash, worked from the gas, the sweat and the blood of my own citizens, and sending it over to the Ukraine so the Azov Battalion can hail a couple of posters of the Great One. The Great One War 88, not 99. Uh huh. Oh, my God. Un-fucking-believable. Trump hands out pizza and signs uh, some tits. See, that's a leader. That was just the next video to pop up. But nah. now, now we get to do the fun part. Because you know when something like this happens, you know it's right around the corner, right? Big Trudy's got to come out, look disappointed. He's got to he's got to go back to the acting tool bag, you know, back to when he was a drama teacher diddling kids somewhere out in fucking Vancouver or wherever he was on the East Coast and had all of his kids sign NDAs as he helicoptered his cock on the stage and he says, "Look at me, I'm a helicopter." Actually, I, I don't think... Do you think he's packing enough meat to make a wind sound when he helicopters his cock? You think he's got that much meat? It wouldn't... Actually, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. Because guys like that, you know, dudes that you look at and you be like, there's no way he, he gets laid a lot. It seems like there's a higher power that blesses them, man, with just a piece that, that you're like, fuck, why can... You know, I've got 10 times the personality of that guy. I could put that dick to good use. That they, it just doesn't work like that. You know, guys that have a giant hammer on them usually don't have, or, or if they're good looking, so excuse me, if they're like decently looking, and we can't deny we got a handsome prime minister, all the ladies who went on and, and like the grizzly men look at a, a feminine being like that and they're like, what a fucking homo. Cause that's how it's supposed to be. That's what you're supposed to do. You shouldn't look at like, you know, what the women de- like what the women deem handsome, you know? They're actually easy to coax. You just got to put them on enough magazines with fucking you know, I guess magazines are kind of an old tale uh or an old old item that we would purchase. Before your cell phone was in your pocket, you little youngin, we'd put magazines at the checkout aisle at the grocery store and fool women. We'd put crazy headlines on some of the magazines that would say, oh, you're not going to believe it. JFK was actually assassinated by a Taliban member. And it would always be like the National Enquirer would be like, aliens came down and ate out Nancy Pelosi's pussy right on the White House desk. 
It would be crazy shit like that. It was always something about Elvis. It is It is now rumored that Elvis didn't shit himself to death. He actually he came to death. It was known the famous singer slash actor was known to be whacking off a near 900 times a day. And once you'd get on a Fedrin, it'd get his heartbeat going and he'd beat his dick like he'd owed him money for hours on end, which is rumored to be the reason why he had died. We'd have magazines like that. And so it was easy to be like, oh, this man's so handsome, Patrick Swayze. Actually, Patrick Swayze was pretty handsome. You know, he had the muscles, the mullet, you know, Roadhouse was a fucking awesome movie. So you can't fault women for finding that attractive. But as time goes on, you're like, I wonder if we can make them think that this asshole's a pretty young boy that we can market to all these little fucking throbbing pussies you know we'll get them huh we'll show them and as time goes on you know it's like whatever makes the money we need these androgynous looking men that act very feminine and wear women's dresses and be like look how progressive he is i'd love for him to have my kids and here, this is how, you know, uh, this is why we are stuck in the way we are. This is why we are the people we are. Let's get to the apology. This is the best part. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Uh, this Go back just a just there. Let's get this going. All right, we end... His name is Yaroslav Hunka. And uh, I was going to say he's in the gallery, but I think you beat me to that. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Uh, the speaker, speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the parliament. of. <laughs> yeah, it's deeply embarrassing. I found out uh, moments after I got off uh, or get, I got out of the house of commons there that uh, this guy donated to the trucker convoy, which made him a Nazi. It has nothing to do with him being in the Waffen-SS. I found out that, uh, you know, he couldn't physically be there, but he was a trucker in the late 70s, and that's what he did to make an income for quite some time. And, uh, and he donated to the trucker convoy, which, you know, we all know what that was all about. You know, there was literal Nazis down there. There was never a Nazi inside the, inside the house of commons today. Are you out of your mind? Do you think I would know if a Nazi was in here? Was he in plaid? Did he have a mesh trucker hat on that said something like wine me, dine me, 69 me, like like something some pig from Alberta would wear? Or did he have a little funny t-shirt underneath? Oh, yeah. Was he wearing one of those blackface Trudeau t-shirts that Uncle Hack sells at dangercatshop.com? Sneaking a little promo there. One of those blackface pictures of me he's a nazi those guys are nazi that guy is a goddamn war hero inside there imagine if he said that of canada and by extension to all canadians uh, i think particularly of jewish mps and all members of the jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating yom or commemorating yom kippur today uh, that's the bet. I, I, that was another thing that I totally forgot is that they were celebrating a Jewish holiday, uh, and the day before they're like, "You want to see? You want to see some shit? You want to come on down? Come on down! The price is right right now. Let's bring him out here. Let's give old Yaroslav Honka whatever his fucking name is. Who gives a shit? That old bag of dust. What are you dragging up some old?" <laughs> It's deeply upsetting that nobody thought, like, there's no way that nobody didn't Google this. You know, we're one click away. You probably would have fucking, I, I swear I read something too along the lines that this guy was like writing blogs or, or doing something online in support of the war over in Ukraine. And it was like, you're, you, like you could read some of it and be like, oh, Ooh, that's a that's quite a that's quite the take. It's quite the take. You know, it's like when Grandpa gets a few too many drinks in him, and there's a foreign waiter at the restaurant. You're at the restaurant, and Grandpa starts getting a little loose lipped, starts thinking it's the '60s again, and you could speak to people the way they did back then, and be like, "Hey, hey, zipperhead, get over here! You see my Pepsi's low? Why aren't you filling it up, boy?" You know, he starts doing some of that shit. 
Grandpa has a few too many cocktails and starts letting his tongue slide out of his mouth a little too hot. You know? <laughs> Speaking of grandpas, my, gra my grandpa, he's been known to, you know, he gets a few cocktails in him. He'll let, he'll let some slurs fly. That's the thing, though. But back in those days, they talked different and they acted different than we did. See, we are in, uh, this is the difference of back then, is they talked completely ignorant and arrogant to one another, but their kindness, like if they seen somebody in trouble, they would help them. See, we now have adopted this, like, because I speak in this fake language of like, oh, yo, no, I totally would never do something like that. And we, we, we mask it by, we mask our bad intentions to other humans with like, quote unquote, proper language. But when we see another human being in like desperate need or, or help of any sort, their car's broken down, you just fucking, we all drive by somebody broken down on the side of the road. Old school dudes do not do that. They see somebody that needs help, they give them the help. And then we have the audacity to call them bad people because they use what we would deem bad language. You know, it makes no fucking sense to me. As like, you look at the older generation, that's the thing is like, we don't understand them. It's like, they're not entirely racist. They say racist shit. And uh, it's just easy to like, point the finger at somebody else who doesn't speak or think like you and be like, they're a literal Nazi. Meanwhile, there's a literal Nazi in the House of Commons. And, and then uh, it, it, it kind of, it throws this smoke screen up in front of, the, of whatever individual is pointing at another one. That was always like as a red flag to me. And I hate using that language because that's like, that's like something retarded women use as an excuse not to like in participate in what I would consider the dating world, you know? It's like, oh, that's the red flag. And I'm just fine with getting my ass aid in an alley outside of a nightclub I couldn't get in by some TikTok star who lives in still in their parents' bed. Uh, basement, you know, because the fame is what could probably propel me to a place where I could also be making a decent amount of money, you know? We live in this very odd world. It's a very, very strange, odd place. And I've noticed that. So we were just out in Vancouver on the weekend. <laughs> oh. Which is a very, another strange place as well. And that was another thing that I noticed is like somehow people think out there that high red prices warrants the feelings of like, uh, whatever is inside their head trumps whatever you have to say because they have an ocean within driving distance of where they stay, but pay 10 times the amount of, the amount of rent. And it blows me away how folks can just like wa uh, waltz through the streets of like fentanyl addicts and tent cities everywhere you go and still feel as if like this place is truly amazing. Everywhere I go, I just really enjoy myself as I'm, you know, I can't wear sandals anymore, any open toe shoe because I might get a heroin needle in in the side of the foot, which could, uh, where I could contract AIDS from. But apart from, you know, that and having to avoid human feces on sidewalks and, and uh, you know, in front of some of my favorite shopping locations, it's not that bad apart from, you know, maybe it rains 300 days out of the year and, uh, you know, there's a uh, depressed population that's constantly walking around on some sort of, uh, you know, opioid or a drug that really can mask the inner pain of those individuals. But apart, apart from that, great place to live. Fucking retard. I, oh, yeah, we we're talking about... It's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. It was Russian disinformation uh, that a Nazi was in the House of Commons. That's really going to help because God forbid, you know, your big investment in the Ukraine, you can't have that look silly. You know, you can't have those, the billions of dollars that you've just handed to the Ukraine look stupid or give the uh, excuse why Russians shouldn't bomb the hell out of Canada because they're housing Nazis. 
That's great. That's that's really fucking looking great on our behalf. You know, Canadians walking around with their heads up their ass and they're like, Nazis, are you talking about the guys that go and protest against the gays in front of, uh, you know, local school boards? Are you talking like Nazis that are that are outside and, and they drive those little trucks where plaid and have chili cook-offs in front of Parliament Hill? Is that who you're talking about? And it's like, no, 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 no. You're not quite getting it. This guy exterminated Jews in World War II. Oh, so you're telling me he didn't even donate to the trucker convoy? Well, it's up for debate, but we don't quite know yet. We haven't dug into his financial record because I would say that his history... Kind of warrants, you know, enough negative attention towards the politicians that allowed this man inside. So you're telling me that he's a literal Nazi that don't... No, 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 no. There's no donations going on here. He picked up a rifle and fought for Hitler's regime. What do you mean he fought for Trump? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God, it's right. You know, that's disgusting. What a racist. He's probably a transphobe too. Who the fuck, what kind of mega fucking loser is allowed in the House of Commons like that? That's how dumb we are. That's how dumb we, the Russian misinformation, that's how you, you're going to walk off on this, you putz. Remember folks, people voted for him. Your neighbors voted for this guy. Fellow family members, your friends, your colleagues, there is a reason that this man is in power is because people got up off their couch or just mailed it in and wanted this man to remain in power, okay? That's how this is all playing out. So when you're sitting there scratching your head on why we are in the place that we are in, just think to yourself, because millions of people think that this guy is fit to lead the country as he stood there beside a man who is begging for money to fund, uh, well, I, what I would consider Nazi sympathizers and are continuing to uh, really lean into the whole Nazi thing over there in Ukraine, the Azov Battalion. We've talked about these guys a few times on this show, which is a, a, mil- a paramilitary group in the Ukraine that the Ukraine government is funding. Keep that in mind. So when your money, you know, when when your tax dollars are being sent to the Ukraine and they're like, well, no, it's actually just for the tank and it's going to go and fight the war and beat the Russians because we can't have Russians out there. Your money is now funding Nazis. So after your favorite politicians just applauded one, now your tax dollars that you worked so hard for, uh, to hand over to the Canadian government is being sent to somewhere like the Ukraine to fund a Nazi paramilitary group like the Azov Battalion. That's where we're at, folks. And I know some of you may be surprised to learn about something like this. And maybe I don't have all my facts straight, but who gives a fuck? When you have idiots like this, that after a moment that just like like what just happened is like, we got to make sure that there's no dis- uh, Russian disinformation. Oh, you mean that the 338 of you that stood up and applauded this man didn't do that? It was all CGI and it's Russian disinformation. You look like a fucking dipshit. You know, you look like a dipshit. And when you say shit like that, that makes people scratch their, this makes people wonder to themselves, well, what is the Russian disinformation? And then you start reading the Russian disinformation and it starts to make more sense than the Canadian propaganda that you're fed, you know, the programming that you're fed over here. And then you're left just with your fucking head back up your ass trying to see a little bit of sunshine of like, when does this fucking end? You know? This fucking guy, I swear to God, it is so funny. It is so funny. It doesn't get more hilarious than this, folks. You can't, you can't sit here and wonder to yourself anymore. It's like, how stupid are they? And he even said at the beginning, what did it, I believe, uh, right here. We have here in the chamber today, Ukrainian Canadians... Ukrainian-Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians. Right there. 
right there. You know, they all like to use slick language, and it's funny when their own slick language comes around and bites them in the ass. You know what I mean? Like that politician way of talking of like they can say something wild and out of control. Like, this guy's a Nazi. That's basically what he just said right there. And not one of them, they all got duped by their own language, and not one of them sat there and said, this guy fought against the Russians. So that means one thing, okay? He fought against the Ru- They fought against the Russians. Okay, and then during that time, there was, uh, you know, a couple of groups of people that kind of, you know, they, they bought into the program. They bought into the program. You know, we, we like what you're doing over there. We've seen you turn your economy over on a dime there, Adolf. I think we'll come and uh, we'll uh, hop on board. What do you say? We don't really want communism. And that seems to be the option is fascism or communism. So uh, thank God we fought against the Russians. You tried to use a fucking Nazi to like justify the war in Ukraine. (laughs) It's so, it's too funny. It's too funny. That's how stupid we are over here. And not one of them sat there and thought to themselves, oh boy, this is not good. This isn't good. Somebody is going to be pissed about this. I know, and I've spent the whole episode talking about this because when this news broke over the weekend, right? I flew out Saturday, Friday. I didn't get, uh, I didn't see nothing quite yet. But once I, I woke up in the morning, I'm reading in the, in the airport as I'm flying. I can't remember what day. What fucking day did I fly? Whatever, Saturday, whatever fucking day it was. And I mosey out to the lovely lands of the West Coast, right? We're going out to protest, do whatever. I don't know what we were fucking planning on doing, but we get out there and I'm reading this and I'll be like, this can't be fucking, come on. When they say Nazi, are they talking like, you know, mumbo jumbo trucker convoy fucking bullshit or, you know, some guy said something off the cuff to a homosexual at like a fucking, I don't know, farmer's market, you know? said that get that gay shit out of here and then they're like oh you're a nazi you know like that type of language you know it's like when these uh pseudo antifa kids put on like all black and start thinking that they're like anarcho anarcho uh communists and go in the streets and think that they can fight bikers and get their asses kicked and be like you're a nazi and be like they i don't give a fuck what you think i am You think that language fucking hurts me? We're an outlaw biker gang, you fucking retard. Now I'm going to shove your little baton up your ass and make you look like a, look, look like you're on a little pogo stick. That's what we're going to call you. We're going to call you a pogo stick once we're done with you because your baton is going to be so far up your fucking ass. And they think that they're tough and that they could go toe to toe with some of these guys that, that, that fucking really like to fight. You know, it's not that. And you read this and you scratch your head. You almost feel like you're an idiot for saying this out loud. And you'd be like, a Nazi was in the House of Commons. And I can't stress it enough. Like I looked at, you know, I looked at the boys over the weekend. We're sitting there in the green room. And I was like, I I just, I, I fucking can't believe that. It makes no sense to me. For the past however many years, you know, if you said any, if you spoke out against the vaccine, what did you get labeled? A Nazi, you know? If you were for the, we've been calling each other Nazis for so long that we almost lost the definition in the wind. We don't even know what a Nazi is anymore. And then you plant one in front of everybody and what do they do? They fucking stand up and applaud. That's where we're at. Comedy is back, folks. That's what we're trying to tell you. Comedy is back. You thought it you thought it was dead. They've been saying for years, comedy's dead. I never go to comedy. That right there is the greatest bit that'll ever be done in Canada. You tricked a whole fucking audience of dipshit politicians by rearranging the words in your little fucking notes and getting these idiots to believe that this guy, hey, well, that's how I'll get him say. We're going to tell him that he was a Ukrainian soldier who fought against the Russians. Not a single one of these idiots 
we'll fucking clue in and I'll have them all applauding. And that's how I'll make my exit out of this. Cause this guy had to, he just today, he stepped down. He uh, resigned from his uh, position as house speaker. You know, like whenever those guys get up and say, Mr. Speaker, this is who they're talking to. You got to talk to a man to talk to another man. It's a wild way of going about things. It's not like the, in the U.S. where they just call each other cunts and speak freely. You know, that the, the great thing about free speech down in America, one thing we do not have here, one thing I wish we did have here, my sweet dear Jesus above me, this is the greatest day ever. I'm having a fantastic week, in case you're wondering, because these jackasses expose themselves for how fucking stupid they all are. And they immediately rush to all their little social media accounts right away. They're snitching on themselves and being like, ah, he needs to resign. It's like, well, you stood up and clapped too, you fucking putz. What do you, what do you mean this guy needs to resign? You need to resign because you're so fucking dumb that they tricked you with, with simple language changes, simple little word changes, sorry, language changes, simple little word changes, and you idiots all fell for the evil little plan. Oh my goodness. How simple art thou thee? So funny. Went out with a bang. If I, if, you know what? Everybody's going to call this guy an asshole and all that, but I like him. I like him. I like what you do. I like your work. You know what I mean? Like if I could pull that off, if I could do something to that degree on bring up uh, some sort of war criminal and get everybody, I'm going to, my next show, you know who Omar Kadar is, you know, the terrorist that Trudeau handed $10 million to my next show. I'm going to bring him up and say, this is the first time that this guy's ever done stand up comedy. Okay, let's make some noise for him. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Omar Kadar. We are going to have an actual little child soldier terrorist be applauded for by doing stand-up comedy at a danger room. And that will be my way of getting back at the people. The same way that this guy just duped every fucking politician, that's how I'm going to go about it. I'm going to have every idiot in the audience clapping their fucking hands for Omar Kadar. You know, that will be my great moment in fucking Canadian comedy history that will never get recognized by the CBC, which who gives a shit, you know? Comedians bring up local terrorists. And we're going to have everybody clapping for them, everybody putting their mitts together because I brought up an internationally recognized terrorist that resides in Red Deer, Alberta, I believe. What a place to fucking live, too. What a place. And of all the places you pick to live, like I almost got to applaud it. The hardest one. The hardest one to live in. As a brown dude in, in, in Alberta, I'd imagine that there's some places on the East Coast, being a, a guy that's off-white, if you may, it'd be a, a rather difficult to live in. Anything outside of Brampton's got to be hard, you know? Brampton is like our Compton of brown guys in Canada, in a way. It's the only way I can explain it so that way fucking uh, Americans can understand this. And, and if you're getting like, oh, well, that's a very ignorant way of talking about that portion of the country. Well, it's true. Every time you see something nuts, like some car fucking driving down the wrong side of the road, doing a drive-by shooting with the crossbow, you're like, well, that has to be Brampton. Uh, you know, if it has anything to do with addicts and opioids, you're like Vancouver. You, there's just specific things that you can say that a, that a city will pop up. And it's a no different than like when you're like, hey, where do you applaud a Nazi? And you're like, the House of Commons. And they're like, correct. There's just parts of now that are ingrained in Canadian geography that you can say that you, you immediately think of a place. And now this is one. It'd be like, this will be in game shows, for Christ's sakes. At Family Feud. If, you know, what are we going to have? Mr. Fucking D, what's his goddamn name? I can't think of it. You know what I'm talking about. He's on Canadian Family Feud. There's five answers on the board, and if you were to applaud a Nazi, where would it be? 
the uh, House of Commons. Bing! Number one answer. Uh, do you guys, you guys want to pass for play? We'll play. <laughs> we'll play. Jesus Christ. Mr. D's up there fucking telling you, yeah, you know, the Nazis really known for uh, big fucking waffle ass ass. Fucking, you know, they are, they're all about, you know, you got to put your jack boots on the ground and find the next answer. <laughs> right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, put your hands up in the air. Put your hands up in the air. They're all fucking giving a couple sig hails. You know, we're having fun. You know, the, nothing I loved more about being a school teacher was teaching them all about history class. And if I got to say something about history, they were kind of right. <laughs> Maybe alt Reich. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, what a wonderful way for this country to be known is like the greatest prank in the world. This is what I'm waiting for the fucking Nelk boys to pop up. And they're like, yeah, we got the shot. We got the take. The Nelk boys. And then they're like trying to be like, the, the, an ad for Happy Dad should be rolling right now, you know? That's what should be. It's fucking Kyle Forgrad and, and uh, MTV Jesse are going to pop up somewhere and they're going to be like, th th this is the greatest prank ever. And then they're going to coax everybody. Hey, I got, I got the new prank. I got the new Canadian prank. This is like, you know, we're up in Toronto. It was a quick drive to Ottawa. It was nothing. They're going to vlog it. And then afterwards, they're going to take that old Nazi out to a strip club, get him his first lap dance from somebody that isn't white. You know, they're going to do it. They're going to throw a big party. Pour fucking happy dad down this fucking old guy's throat and have him fucking doing some old Ukrainian dance to German fucking marching music. And they're going to have a grand old time. It'll go in the vlog. It'll sell more merch. Their merch will be some of Hitler's paintings. You know, that'll be their next merch drop is just a bunch of Hitler paintings. It'll be Big Trudy, that picture of Big Trudy, where he's dressed up like a, like a fucking soldier. We've all seen it where he's in the pink and, the, you know, it's been photoshopped, obviously. He's in the pink German uniform. It'll be lovely. You know, that'll bring the fucking whole country together on one of the Nelk Boys' greatest pranks. It's genius, if you ask me. Total genius. We did an hour on this topic because it's so rich. But you know what? We were premature early. You, uh... It worked, okay? Let's just say this. It worked. We got our first fucking piece of hate mail that is a recording that's right you can record a piece of hate mail on your phone right send it in do a little voice recording and email it to the show saves you having to type because i've seen some of the fucking you know the grammar that you idiots use it's very very difficult to figure out what the fuck you're trying to say so record yourself talking you can send it into the show we'll listen to it here we'll go through it we'll have fun it's a great portion of the show. We love it when you write into the show. You know, we got a couple written ones and our first ever recording on the pod. And if you want to send in a recording or a piece of hate mail to the show, unclehack at dangercats.tv with the subject line hate mail and we'll read it to you on this show because that's how fucking good of a guy I am. You know, I don't want you running out in the streets because like, the last thing you need to do is like uh, be labeled a Nazi and get applauded in the House of Commons. That's the last thing we need you to do. All right, this guy wrote, it's horizontal integration, you fucking dumbass, unless you're a fan of stand-up sex. Jesus Christ, love the show. Who gives a fuck? Was not a biz business major, if you will. Will not be a business major at all. I, uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. We tried. We came. We conquered. You know, the people. You come here for entertainment. And that's it. Entertainment is what you will shall get. You want an idiot rambling. You want an idiot just talking shit for an hour. Just what comes to mind when we watch some shit. Sometimes it's written. Sometimes it's not. Hack, I'm still loving the show and appreciate that it is on Thursday. So it doesn't interfere with the Flecka's Talks podcast on Tuesday and Friday. F Tuesday and Friday. Flecka's 
Talks, rank the best new podcast of all times. Oh, so nice of you to write into the show to tell me that another podcast is the best of all time. You know what? That's beautiful. That's what I needed. I needed my ego checked. I am the number one podcast in Tabor, Alberta. So I just needed my head to deflate just slightly. You know, it is difficult being the best uh, podcaster from Tabor, Alberta, you know. Uh, but that's just a way. Uh, hey, hack. First off, I want to say good luck and have fun when you're down south. Secondly, what the fuck is up with these one million marches? Are people really protesting so they can keep mutilating and brainwashing our children? I hope all these LG TV fucks get hung by streetlights as far as the eye can see. Oh my. It's horrifying to see what is being normalized in our society and what makes a young guy like myself not want to raise a child in this cruel world. Anyways, keep it real. Well, what you're not understanding here, sir, is like it's only really this portion of the world in some areas of Europe that are like this. See, what we have not experienced, any country that has experienced a devastating war does not quite give a fuck about all the gay shit. Have you not noticed that any country that has been struck by the uh, wonderful power of America or even a war in the past, something that just really keeps the country impoverished, a nation trying to rebuild itself with no natural resources, or that's being extrapolated by the all America or the almighty American military. Then, then you, you see, we what, what you're not realizing is we live in a place that just hasn't experienced that. We haven't experienced a war in our own soil. It's now it's just us versus the TV. So we've become fat, lazy, retarded. We're easily manipulated into thinking like those that have good intentions on the world are uh, are 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 the ones with bad intentions. And what's up with these 1 million marches? Uh, those are the ones that are protesting against what you are, uh, what sounds like against. Um, are people really protesting so they can keep mutilating and brainwashing our children? Well, the counter protesters are, yes. And it's hilarious because they're rather outnumbered in a lot of these cities, except for, a place like Vancouver, and uh, you know what? The fact that it took place, I believe it was on like a Wednesday or a Tuesday, or maybe it was later in the week. I don't know what day of the week it was, but many folks out in Vancouver that did go out and protest against this, you know, that would love to, would love to have been there. They were at work because it's a rather expensive city to live in and to take a day off work to go and protest seemed like that's a welfare thing to do, you know? Yeah, when your rent exceeds your uh your income, your monthly income, it's rather difficult to be like, yeah, you know what? What I'm going to do today is head on down and start fucking protesting. But we appreciate you uh writing into the show it's very kind of you and uh we, we 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 couldn't be happier to have uh whatever issue is on your brain here with you today so today we got ourselves a special little treat like i said our first ever recording sent in so uh let's give her a listen hey hack how's it going good um just wanted to get something off my chest, my chesticles. <laughs> I circumcised my brother with an excavator about 10 years ago. We were uh, pulling fence posts on the farm. I was running the excavator and he had the chain and wrapping around the posts. And we were going post to post and he decided to jump on the chain while we were going to the next post. And... I jerked the joystick a little bit too much and the hook went through his pants and caught the edge of his foreskin and tore it off. Pretty, pretty graphic. Ended up spending a night or two in the hospital. Got it all sewed back on. Or back together, kinda. I don't know. Kinda looks like Frankenstein. Anyways, he had a kid a couple couple years ago, so <laughs> everything works. But yeah, just 
Wanted to get that off my chest. You know what? Thank you for bringing in. That, that is like, ladies and gentlemen, give that man a hand. You know, I feel like a pastor. You know, and and uh, this is like the confession booth. And, and uh, you know what? Say 12 Hail Marys and three uh, fucking whatever the hell the other one is. And your sins shall be relieved of you, young child. <laughs> fucking circumcised his brother. I didn't expect the, you know, I, I listened to the first bit and I'm like, okay, this one's going to be silly. So fucking whatever, we'll let her fly. I didn't quite lit through the whole thing. I just seen, and uh, you know what? You did not disappoint. That's what this show's all about, baby, is uh, letting folks get things off their chest. You know, that's something that's probably been weighing on his mind, you know, is did I fucking ruin my brother's dick forever? And uh, here to come to find out that he has himself a child and it's all pieced back together. Everything's working fine. That is a, that's a beautiful story, you know? It's a beautiful story and we thank you for bringing that here to the Uncle Hack podcast. And like I said, if you want to send a voice recording into this show, unclehack at dangercats.tv, subject line, hate mail. Send it in. Uh, we, uh, we'll play her on the show. Anyways, tickets at dangercatshop.com, dangercats merch at dangercatshop.com, and another episode of this podcast waiting for you. On our Patreon, for the price of one beer a month, you can support this show. Isn't that nice? One beer a month, patreon.com slash dangercat69. Become a Patreon member today so I don't have to get a real job, as uh, some folks would say, as my father would say to me, why don't you get a real job? <laughs>